first team to finish wins reward. Want to know what you're playing for? Yes. Today, the winning team will have their choice. You can enjoy grilled chicken and veggies or cake, cookies, and candy. Worth playing for? Yeah. Yep. yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, I don't need either of them. I thought we were going to come in and maybe say, like, a letter, family letter, or something like that. Every other day, it's no rice, no food. What is this, Survivor? Today, I say you get a choice. Chicken and veggies, which will just fuel you for the immunity challenge, or if you really have a craving for sugar, you can have that, and you say you want a loved one letter. I can't figure it out. All right, let's do it. Welcome back to the Bitter Jerks Podcast. Uh, I am Sam Stanish, and we are a queer Survivor super fan podcast. Uh, we're slaying it all day, all season, all season 41 long. Uh, once again, I'm Sam Stanish, and we are here to talk about the episode that is the 12th of season 41. Uh, just came out. Unfortunately, we saw Danny uh, get eliminated. RIP. With me, as always, is my delightful uh co-host he played for the cowboys for five years they're grinding oh wow i feel like jeff Probst is in the room with me is i is that what you were going for no oh that's a good okay yeah i'll be like heather fuck you <laughs> Basically, <laughs> uh how he came off in the challenges heather that was not me that was uh jeff Probst embodying my body it's not it's i'm i'm sorry that was harsh yeah well i feel like jeff is more like um I don't know how to describe it. Not passive aggressive, but like damning with faint praise is how I would describe the way he talks about Heather. Sure. Or it's more like he's like, she's so brave for being so decrepit and old <laughs> and still doing these dumb challenges. It's <laughs> like, very condescending. It's very condescending. Yes. It's like, she's like, like what, Jeff? Isn't she? And she's like 42. Like, she's like, <laughs> she's very young. No, I think she, she is she's definitely not like one of the oldest players ever. She's like, she would, I think the statistic be, would be if she wins, she would be the oldest woman to win. But I, that does not mean she's like the oldest person to ever play the game, which is how Jeff acts with her. A hundred percent. Cause the oldest woman to win ever was Denise, I believe. And she, because she was like, 40 and she was up against two other people in their 40s uh and then like uh, uh that's the oldest woman and then uh th no other woman in her 40s has ever won um and so hopefully heather can take that home for and prove jeff probes wrong yes that's what we all want from the season is jeff probes to be wrong uh, <laughs> I would be delighted if the show's message this season was that Jeff Probst was incorrect, but somehow <laughs> I don't think any episode will ever come out in that way. No, sadly. Um, did, what yes. did you think of the episode? I really liked it. I feel like this has like been a really fun post merge. I feel like the only duds really we've had this season were the like a big advantage heavy ones we had, which were like pretty much all pre merge, and now I feel like even the players themselves keep. Like, pre like forgetting that there are advantages and idols in the game. Um, there's like a little bit of idol like paranoia in this episode, but it like didn't amount to an actual idol player or anything, which was fun. I mean, sad because Danny had to go, but fun because yay, no shenanigans. Yeah, the way it played out was like actually fun and like sort of like it's all uh, meta, I guess, because Danny like went on look for an idol and part of the like mystery of the episode was whether he had one or not and then he ultimately didn't which i can't complain about right yeah so i really enjoyed this episode what about you 
Me too. Uh, really like this one. I agree. It's, I mean, we say it every week. It's like, just like tough to see these people go home. We just love all of them so much. So like, uh, it's tough to see Danny go out, but I can't say that was a bad episode. Like I thought it was really, really good. Lots of lead up to Ricard's big immunity win. Cause it seemed like everybody is like now regretting not taking him out. So he really needed to win this immunity. It was good. Uh, lots of great conversations, the nuanced uh, racial conversations carrying over from last episode into this mm. episode, uh, and lots to talk about. Absolutely, yeah. We start the episode up um, with, uh, it's like Deshaun and Danny uh, seem upset that um, they this four decided to stay four together. Um <laughs> And which I mean, I understand. I feel like it's people always go a little hard on people who are like, "Why aren't they making a move?" Like, uh, I don't know. Like, I like it would benefit them if these people decided to break up and not be a four anymore. So I get why they are like vocally saying that out loud to a lot of, as many people as they can because that's kind of their only play at this yeah. point. People um, complain about this sort of thing, especially with Sierra Easton, but it's like what else can she do like <laughs> if yeah. there's a big alliance and all you can say is that you can't all make it to the end and so flip now before they flip on you like that's that's the only play when you don't have enough allies to take anyone out for sure yeah absolutely but it's, it's kind of frustrating though with danny and deshaun because i feel like we keep harping on this fact that they like willingly let go of shan and now they are paying the direct consequences of it but they're acting as if everyone else is making some sort of error here. Um, yeah. Which, yeah, it's whatever. But I, I, I like them as characters a lot. I'm sad to see Danny go. Um, would I switch this final five out with the first five jurors in a heartbeat? Absolutely, I would. However, <laughs> they are still like a fun little group. And I'm that's, really... It, what, what's up? Sorry, if you smash the other half of the hourglass, that's what happens. <laughs> yeah, you take... It's, um, it's like one of the really convoluted Pokemon evolutions. It's like you have to turn the hourglass upside down and shake your switch or something. And that's what activates the jury, jury final five switcheroo evolution. I didn't know there was a twisted, uh, Warrior Wear <laughs> twisted-esque evolution tree. Twisted. <laughs> oh, I see what you're saying. Oh, you meant twisted as in, like, fucked up. <laughs> oh. <laughs> my, my psycho mind. Yes. I, okay, if the Joker was out there on the island, uh, oh boy. he would be, he would easily make it to the end. He's got, <laughs> he's been, he's been crazy from minute one. <laughs> <laughs> the jokerification of survivor i feel like we've all been jokerified by survivor like five seasons ago so it doesn't matter at this point okay uh, here's my here's my uh here's my pitch for a joker tweet uh you want to know how i got these scars and it's a picture of sophie with the face paint <laughs> that's beautiful i draft it send it yeah uh, i think that'd be good for uh the bj pod account okay absolutely <laughs> <laughs> anyway <laughs> um uh, they, okay, yes. literally everybody, even the people who were with Ricard to vote out Liana are now like, okay, but we do have to take this guy out. Everybody, <laughs> It's like another thing where it's just like Deshaun and Danny are, they cannot even conceive that these people would keep him in the game when he's won all these immunities and like... I think he's. I think he had won two at this point, pre-winning this third immunity. Um, and it's just like even 
Erica and Xander is sort of like, yeah, I needed to keep him this round, but like, I'm definitely okay taking him out in the future. Uh, and Erica and Heather are both also like, we got to get him out eventually, but we needed him that night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, everyone seems to be on the same page, um, which is unfortunate for all of them that Ricard wins immunity, but, um, you know, I thought it was fun. It's never, I don't know, exciting when a consensus boot just goes. Um, yeah. It's also like it makes sense because I mean, if Erica, Heather, and Xander turned on Ricard, they would have just been doing the same thing that Danny, Deshaun, yeah. and Liana did before, or Danny and Deshaun oh. did before, giving up like their numbers to be like now even with the other lines. And it's like, this helps no one. Right. Exactly. I mean, Erica even like expresses that at the tribal where she talks about the like, yeah. Um, I trust Ricard a lot more than I trust Liana. Like that's kind of what it just boiled down to for her. And it makes total sense. And um, I, yeah, we can, I guess, get into how people are feeling about Erica and everyone else left out there. Cause it's starting to, I don't know. It's like coming down to uh, like an interesting group in terms of like game. And I feel like even the players themselves, like uh, I think it's like Xander, Deshaun and Erica, like have straight up said like, yeah, we've all played pretty different games, which to me says like, they all kind of feel like they could be beaten pretty easily by like a Ricard or a Danny. <laughs> so they like want to unite together to make that not happen. Definitely. But I, I understand what they're saying. I agree with them outside of the Ricard factor where they're like, mm-hmm. they do all have very different things they would say at a tribal council, at a final tribal. Um, and I think that that's something that has become more of a discussion point uh after like the most recent seasons where like a lot of women to put call it out put it out there are seen as like the second in command or like just a follower of a man and so like there's a lot of pressure to like have your own move and like play a different game from other people so that you have something to bring up at final tribal council uh and like i would agree that like xander erica and deshaun all would say completely different things in a final travel council yes (laughs) um and yeah speaking of that um though like erica brings up within the show this idea that a woman has not won in a long time and she it's kind of like a similar sort of um statement or confession that danny or um deshaun liana and danny were talking about last tribal this idea of like uh, wanting to play your own game, but also having to take into account the entire context of Survivor, um, and specifically for Erica, the side, like she's like, yeah, the fans want a woman to win, and I hated voting out Liana because like that's another woman who could have maybe made it to the end and won. Um, but uh, yeah, I just, I, it's interesting that the show is calling it out. I don't know, and it feels different than um, Island of the Idols, which was the whole other can of worms. <laughs> yeah, I also really appreciated in the Erica scene, I think a lot, I mean, we've talked about the last couple episodes where like people are talking about the people of color Alliance versus like black Alliance. And Erica also was speaking on her feelings as a woman of color, where she was like, we have this like more diverse season and people think that, Oh, it's fair now, but it's like, not really. Or like, and she's been thinking about it. And she was saying like, Deshaun is the first person who is like opening up these conversations to the wider group, even though like, she feels that probably all of the people of color on the cast are had been feeling this way and we got to it through the exploration of this black alliance that ultimately did not finish out and uh xander is also like you were very so eloquent up there man like that sort of thing which i thought was um funny but i'm also sort of like 
okay, but Liana was the star of the Tribal Council, and you're only saying yeah. that to Deshaun because <laughs> she's not there. Exactly. Uh, praise by proxy uh, from Xander there. Uh, and then we check in with Heather again, who, uh, mm. once again, she's learning and growing, folks. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was a very nice conversation. It was, uh, yeah. Very cute. Uh, like she said, she's like, I'm here for a reason. I'm here to, you know... <laughs> learn things i guess learn about racism <laughs> i don't know your heather impression is um incredible i thought she was on uh, the golf a little bit <laughs> it's jeff and heather here to host better turners <laughs> really good yeah. um i would love to hand over our talk show reigns uh to a jeff and heather podcast i would yeah. <laughs> the jether the jether better jethers <laughs> well to talk more about the Philippines final three. Uh, mm. When Jeff Probst had his talk show, Lisa Weltrell was someone who was like his sidekick or like was there frequently, if I recall reading uh, correctly. She was like his, um, I don't even know um, who the name of the guy who like in like exactly. Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, like that person or the, the Andy Richter to the Conan yes. sort of. <laughs> I'm just imagining her like in a suit at a podium like he is all the time. Lisa Wachtel like... was Jeff Probst's band leader is what I'm oh, trying to say. Oh, <laughs> like, she's like Questlove. Exactly. <laughs> I've, I've always said Lisa Wachtel is the Questlove of Survivor. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we get that really great conversation between uh, Deshaun and Erica and then we get this reward challenge um here where they get to... i kind of am on deshaun's side here a little where the the reward is either you get chicken and vegetables or you get candy <laughs> yeah and it, it i in the observance of drop the four keep the one reset of survivor there's the iconic story uh from survivor borneo where jeff and they were at a reward and Jeff was like worth playing for and the players were like no it's like a couple Doritos we're like not gonna do this and so they like that's when they invented like the survivor um the cafe or whatever I think where Kelly Wigglesworth got to go watch the first like five minutes of the show yeah it was like I think they offered them a beer a singular beer and then yeah. they got to go drink with Jeff Probst and watch paid for this. with Jeff Probst credit card uh that they flashed yes. on screen <laughs> <laughs> numbers god i miss mm, i miss early survivors so much <laughs> uh yeah and but like i definitely understand where deshaun's coming from i'm like this is one of the final reward challenges of the season i know that they said the best reward of the entire season was going to be that survivor oasis thing a couple episodes ago but like just because bad pizza in a shack on the beach is the best reward they're going to get doesn't mean that the next reward has to be like vegetables back at the camp it's like <laughs> exactly. you just had grilled cheese back at the camp and now you're giving us vegetables yeah it seems a, it's a little rude so i understand deshaun jeff took it i don't know jeff took it pretty well i think he joked about it um it seems like they have had that kind of relationship i if especially with like deshaun i feel like deshaun like we were talking about deshaun and danny are the people who have been like these twists are bad <laughs> and so i think that deshaun feels comfortable uh given it back to him a little bit, especially after being the person on the receiving end of the do or die twist the episode before. Absolutely. Yeah. He has, he can say whatever the fuck he wants now that he almost was eliminated without a vote. Like, I think that's totally fair <laughs> on his part. So we get he this has, three mm -hmm. people eating chicken and vegetables. Um, would you, do you think you would go for chicken and vegetables or candy? I think, I don't know, knowing me, I'm a huge sweet tooth person. So I probably would stump for the candy, but I feel like I would be outvoted for chicken and veggies, which is fine. You know, 
you want the protein and stuff. Not that it did them these three any good for the immunity challenge, mm-hmm. but you know, I understand the appeal of chicken and veggies. <laughs> now, what if it was chicken and veggies, candy, or the letter from home? Um, uh, candy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but again, if I'm getting outvoted, I'll take a family letter. Who cares? <laughs> Whatever. Um, but yeah, so our three are. Uh, it's Danny, Ricard, and Heather versus uh, Xander, Deshaun, and Erica. And Xander, Deshaun, and Erica win. Um, and they go on this reward, and they start to form what looks like a final three. Um, and like we talked about before, they they all think that they could argue against each other pretty well at Final Tribal. Like, it makes the most sense. I think the phrase that De- uh, Deshaun uses at one point is, like, they wouldn't step on each other's toes. Um, and I think, like you said, that's a pretty good strategy if you're any of those three of them. Like, that's a good sort of thing. I don't think any of them would want Heather there at the end. Um, kind of an Abby Maria situation of like, we don't want a goat there at the end with us. Um, so I get why this three would make a lot of sense for them. Uh, but Deshaun, I don't know, this, this does not seem 100% sold, which is weird to me. Yeah, the, I was, I'm very confused about Deshaun's actions uh, based on this alliance. I, I'm also, I mean, I do think that like, Erica is probably not exactly being completely honest with them about how she feels about her game against Heather's game. Like, I don't, I, I would just assume that a given jury would attribute game to Erica over Heather, but like, we don't know everything about what's going on out there, but it seems like at least in the conversations we're seeing, like Erica is the one talking and Heather is also there ready to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wonder if it, a lot of it is, like, Heather has done a good job of, like, making herself seem, like, on par with Erica. Like, um, almost, I don't know, it almost feels, it, this, like, relationship reminds me a lot of Aubrey and Joe in Korong. But if maybe Joe, like, was a more active participant in conversations, like, I don't know, I get why Erica would maybe be afraid to bring Heather to the end, because I feel like, I don't know, as much as she may be a goat, at least in our eyes, it's probably a lot easier to argue that um, you didn't even need, like, this extra nice little vote in your pocket. Like, you got rid of this person. Um, Like, just to show, like, stand out more as an individual, I think. True. And, like, just be like, I cut my closest ally because I wanted to get to the end, that sort of thing. And I, and I also think there's probably... I, well, I'm sure that Xander and Deshaun are both concerned about even getting to the end, especially mm-hmm. if Heather is still in the game. Because, like, I mean, there's there's only three spots as far as we know, unless there's a final two. But it's like, if Heather's there, then Eric is probably there. And then it's like a third person. And it's like, pro- it's not going to be both of them. Right, exactly. So I think this... Final three makes a lot of sense for them. So, uh, but we'll see. Maybe Heather could go on an, an immunity run for all we know. Maybe that's what the whole Jeff <laughs> like praising her and challenges narrative is building to is a Heather immunity beast moment. Um, and I'm sure that the specter of Ricard's win is doing a lot of the legwork and getting these people to like open up strategic conversations. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Which, yeah, speaking of which, meanwhile, uh, back at camp, um, Danny goes on an idol hunt um, and Ricard is like convinced that he found an idol because he came back smiling or something like that. Um, which, sure, why not? <laughs> yeah, 
yeah, I thought this was fun. I I was I it's I love when they try something new and they haven't really done a we don't know if they have an idol in a really long mm. time. Uh, and it was fun. I feel like I Danny as a character has really come alive over the last two episodes. Uh, we were really seeing him as like Deshaun's duo for like most of the season. And so it's been really nice to see him break out and have his own moments uh, over the last little bit. Right. Same. Um and I don't know, I, I, I just think Ricard is just, like, a fun character. Like, he just has, I don't know, a very, it almost reminds me a lot of Todd, honestly. <laughs> Not just because they're both gay flight attendants, um, but also, I don't know, they both just, like, um, always just say the, like, slyest little thing. It, it's just very cute. Um, like we said before, would love a Ricard win, um, would be very slayful, and wig. Um a hundred percent yes. Uh, if the, if Ricard were to win, yeah. I I mean, even with the Todd comparison, I feel like Ricard is. I don't know. I just feel like he's a very new kind of energy. At least mm -hmm. in like a character we see go far in the game. Like I I feel like he's kind of like Ace from Gabon, or like uh, yeah. I don't know. Like he's very he's just different from I feel like what we're used to in an end game character of survivor he's i kind of like not i mean he's not this but like i don't know like a fair play-esque in ways and yeah. just like he, i don't know just like a sort of sly roguish kind of uh yeah very I not know, i very feel like a lot of the recent gay characters have been like like a zeke or a donathan who are like these like fun like happy like fan favorite sort of like I don't know. They're more character than they are player. Whereas with Ricard, like we said, is a little more in lines with like this, <laughs> the sneaky gay, which was like definitely a thing early on in Survivor because of Richard and also I feel I don't know a yeah. lot of differences. But yeah. actually, with his this immunity win that he had this episode, he has become the second gay man to win three immunity challenges in one season after Rafe from uh, mm. Guatemala and Wheel of Time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, I, you know, he's in good company with the gamers of old. Absolutely, yes. Old, old school Ricard. Um, but yeah, so we have this sort of now, this specter of maybe the idol um, that Danny may or may not have is out there. Uh, but they go to this immunity uh, with a balancing. I feel like they haven't done like a spinny thing in a long time, like making people dizzy sort of challenge, um, which what terrified me. Um, because they had this net, which will always make me think of um, Courtney Moon, right? One World, mm, who like yes. snapped her wrist. Mm -hmm. Like I just could see someone like shattering an ankle in this challenge. Um, thankfully, did not happen. But uh, this whole uh, like challenge, I was terrified. Um, but you know, it ends with a Ricard victory, which is terrifying to literally everyone else in the tribe. Absolutely. It's like when Tony won last season and Kim was like, got a back burner on that one, obviously. <laughs> uh, no, but I really liked the, the I, yeah, I felt like this rope thing, the spool was like something completely new, which I was like, it's like, it is fun to see like new challenge pieces come up and be used. Like we, I feel like for like, a lot of late 20s into the 30s it's been like hold these balls on a disc and so when mm -hmm. they do something like this or like even this block word puzzle thing was like new i don't i can't think of when they've done that exact thing before and so i really mm -hmm. liked uh they were going for it with this immunity and it was just what ricard needed to get through to the final five yeah i'm still waiting on them to bring over uh survivor charades from australian survivor um, oh, I haven't even seen that. Oh, yeah. In 2017, I feel like this was infamous. They did um, Survivor Charades for Immunity. It's 
one of the many reasons that that is an amazing episode or season of the show. Um, but anyway, <laughs> so yeah, Ricard wins. Um, and so everyone else, I guess, is basically, it's basically is boiling down to Deshaun or Danny is what it seems like. Um, and even they can recognize that. Um, yeah. And I, <laughs> I don't know. It's funny watching Deshaun's like reaction to that and tribal. Like, I don't know. He almost acts like, um, I don't know, like a little kid <laughs> who knows he's like lost the game and is like being like, well, I know it's me. So, um, I like, I don't know, trying to like soften the blow on himself by like knowing that it's coming, um, which is makes it even funnier that he lives through it. <laughs> And I completely relate to that because I am somebody who in a board game decides that I have lost long before the end of the game. And I'm just like, okay, well, there's no hope for me. So that I, like, I, don't, I just like uh, go chaos mode on the island of Catan. <laughs> um, yeah. So what do you think about Deshaun's decision here to like kind of try to blow up Erica's game weirdly? It was very strange to do this. Um, this, I didn't seem like the way you would go about using this information that he forced out of Erica at the water well, there was like a mm -hmm. scene where Deshaun was like reaffirming the final three he made with her and Xander. But he was also like, and all I'm doing here is trying to get her to say that she can't go to the end against Heather so that I can plant this seed and have a truth fruit or whatever. And eventually I'll fruit. eat the fruit. I don't think he said truth fruit. Oh, truth bomb was the other thing uh, I, I i mixed his metaphors uh and mm -hmm. it yeah it was very strange i feel like the way you would use this is having a separate conversation with heather where you're like by the way i was just talking to erica and she wanted to work with me to get you out instead of like saying mm -hmm. it in front of everybody because then it's mm -hmm. sort of like what am i supposed to do with that yeah, and you also completely busted the trust that you had with Erica. Like, <laughs> I don't understand what the thinking is. Yeah, it's like it's only affecting Heather's, um, like thoughts about Erica. It doesn't change anyone else's minds. I don't know. It just seemed kind of, I mean, dickish, honestly, which is why I understand Erica's reaction to be like very sort of like snide and be like, oh, wow, thank you so much for that, Deshaun. Now I know how I can trust you or whatever. Yeah, um, which I thought was hilarious. Um, I feel like Erica has been like a lot of fun these last few episodes, which makes me mad that she was barely in the show in the beginning. Both Erica and Deshaun were cracking me up with the faces they were making in this episode. Uh, when Erica goes to work after the challenge, because everyone's like, well, we're either going to keep Danny or Deshaun. And she's like, well, I know that it's best for everybody except me to keep Danny. So I need to see if I can get people to get out Deshaun. She's talking to Ricard and <laughs> she's like, trying to convince Ricard that like, I don't know, maybe Deshaun can like, or she's talking to, yeah, she's talking to Ricard about keeping Deshaun, and she's like, I don't know, I think that Danny would probably be able to do things that you can, can't do, or like, she was like, and then it's just the weird face she made after, because she like, wasn't even buying her own life <laughs> to him, uh, live in the moment, which was funny, and then Deshaun's reaction to them, like, splitting the vote was just like, hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I like, I don't know, like, he was like, grabbing his bag, ready to go. Um, yeah, just a very funny tribal. I like this a lot more, um, than remember when we were so worried every tribal would be about whispering, um, gone are those days. Thank God. Um, you would think that Deshaun's truth from would have caused whispering, but I'm thrilled that it didn't. Yeah, I agree. Um, 
and Jeff actually agreed for once, which is nice. I feel like he loves the whispering. <laughs> um, so I'm glad, you know, Jeff Probst proving us wrong, um, which is, you know, a great sort of full circle moment for us because we came into this episode saying you and Jeff Probst to be wrong, and here we are. <laughs> but yeah, I like you said, I really enjoyed this uh, episode. I'm sad to see Danny go. Um, any other thoughts before we get into the, the edic of it all? Because we're about to find out the winner next week. Yeah. Um, I really loved the scene of Danny and Deshaun talking about their secrets. Uh, Danny telling him that he was a football player and that like, they were like, well, we're voting against each other tonight. It's like, I, that's, uh, it's just a tough realization for you and your day one closest ally to be like, well, that's our only option. Uh, and they, I mean, they're right. And they saw the writing on the wall and that's tough. Um, I don't know. I'm just trying to look through my notes to see if there were other scenes or anything I wanted to talk about. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that Erica and Deshaun were really interesting in this episode. Like they had like four or five in- different interactions uh, where Eric at Erica at one point Erica's like our weird game, Desha- our weird journey, Deshaun, and she's just like they she t- they talked about how they were trying to work together so many times and it never worked out, and then finally. At the end, Deshaun, it seems like so much was built up in this episode to see them start working together. And then at the end, she's like, I thought I couldn't put all my faith in you. And I now know that I couldn't. Yeah. <laughs> like that whole thing was just really hilarious. And I hope, I don't know, I'm sad we didn't get more of that relationship going into this episode. Um, but I'm glad that they are part of this final five. Um, so hopefully... Um, to use Deshaun's metaphor, this fruity fruit becomes even fruitier um, as we <laughs> let things come to fruition or whatever the hell he was saying. King. <laughs> um, that was foreshadowing for a gay winner. You know, let the fruity mm. fruit be the fruitiest it can be. <laughs> so true. So true. Yes. <laughs> um, um, so, um, Sam, do you want to remind people where to find you on the social media? Yeah, I'm at Sam Thanish on Instagram and Twitter. You can follow this podcast at Bitter Drift Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Stick around, talk about Edric. We're excited. Yes, yes. Um, you can find me at Rain Dierks on Twitter, or you can find me with our friend Christine Palin over at Shadow Play Gaze on Twitter. Uh, Shadow Play Gaze is our podcast where we talk about the 1997 anime Revolutionary Girl Utena. Have you guys discussed what you're going to do after? Um, we talked about it a little in our last mailbag um, where we're like, I don't know. I think we agree, both agree that we would like need to take a little break after because, you know, our big brains can't just like sustain themselves for that long. But I, I don't know. We'd be down to do more anime, um, anything, honestly. So we'll see. Um, it's always in the works, baby. <laughs> constantly churning out pod con yes yes (laughs) um so edgic time yeah um we're about to head into the finale sam who do you think is winning the game i've gone back and forth on it a lot i felt like this episode has a lot of interesting things to think about and especially over the course of the season thinking about who i feel people generally regard as the top three contenders deshaun erica and ricard um, I feel, even though this was like a very quiet episode for him, I feel like Ricard is still winning. I have a, I have some things I want to parse out on the pod uh, from this episode. 
with Deshaun and Erica, but I feel like it is a gay king uh, bringing mm-hmm. it home. I would love that. Um, I, I I don't know. I feel like Ricard is like the safe answer to me, but I don't know. I just feel like he would have had a different penultimate episode, honestly. Like you said, he was very quiet this episode. And he had one moment where he was saying Xander was like trustworthy while Xander was talking about voting him out, which I thought was weird. Yes. Um, I don't know. I'm really, really convincing myself of Erica lately. <laughs> like, I feel like if this, if the final three, which was like established in this episode, which would be Erica, Deshaun, Xander, I feel like it's between Erica and Deshaun. And I feel like Deshaun has way more negatives. But I don't know. I feel like men can, are allowed to have more negatives in their edit than women editors. I don't know. It's weird. It's like a very negative man will win or a very quiet woman who has gotten a lot louder as the season has gone on. Like, I feel like those are kind of our two options here if it's not Ricard. Yeah. I, at first, thought that this was, like, the Xander, Rick, Xander, Deshaun, Erica final three thing was, like, the, this will be the final three. But now I'm kind of reading it more as it was set up for the find the tribal council moment where like because xander after the scene where he was like had to be a part of it was not involved in their talks about a final three anymore i just felt like it was more set up so that like they could do the water well scene where she he got the information that he was looking for with her not wanting to go to the end with heather so that it would make sense that he did it at tribal council like it didn't really feel like to me good setup for a final three sure yeah it was reminding me a lot of um the cambodia final three sort of reward challenge scene yeah. that we had with jeremy tasha and spencer but i don't know like you said it felt a little different so i i could see maybe it's like these three like try to work together and it just doesn't work out i don't know i'm just like trying to convince myself that a woman can still win so i'm like latching onto erica as hard as i can yeah I feel as though Deshaun and Erica are being shown as too much like lost in their morality and not being focused on the game like they want winners to be. But then I'm sort of like, well, maybe in this new era, they're like willing to blah, blah, blah show. But like, did we even get a Deshaun intro package? It's like my, like, I don't. But this was like episode, well, I don't know. I'm pretty sure we got his dad giving the three d's in like episode two maybe whenever he went to the summit we got um deshaun like a little deshaun intro packet i think if i remember what i read on edgic today the edgic subreddit um i think xander's the only one who hasn't had an intro package of our final five maybe heather i don't know I don't think Heather's had one. But I, <laughs> I, but I feel I, like she I got like you. something weird. I don't know. She definitely um, had a, a, like one of the first four confessionals or whatever, but I don't remember her um, having yeah. a thing from home. I feel like Ricard is like, we've gotten information about him personally. And like, we've always known about his husband and they're having another kid like from like minute one of like him being shown on screen. We've known about Ricard's, backstory and then we got a check back in with him later in the season about him being hard of hearing and i feel like it's interesting all of this conversation about race is so 
it's so hard for me to parse out with regard to Ricard because he's truly never shown being a part of the conversation. Right. Like every other person has been. But I not that this is a good comparison. Tommy was also in that way. Like Tommy like was never shown as a part of this the storyline of like a greater societal issue. Um and so I'm not I don't think that it's like I don't think it's a bad part of his edit that he's like this isn't like a part of his story. Especially because like the storyline with Deshaun is that like he I don't know like I just I feel as though they wouldn't be like it's good to turn on like <laughs> the people of your like this alliance of race like and that's what the story would be if Deshaun won. Um right. and like Erica was also shown being very conflicted about uh voting out a woman in the past and so i just feel like both of those things i'm sort of like i don't think that that's good yeah i don't know with ricard i'm like i feel like because with tommy of course it makes sense that he wouldn't be part of like the whole like women empowerment thingy that they were trying to do on 39 whereas with Ricard, ricard is a man of cut like he's he said in like pre um show stuff like i want to be the first like brown gay man to win and that's just never come up He's, like, almost, like, too quiet during these, like, conversations they've had on the show. Which, I mean, I totally get because a lot of the conversation has been more so specifically about, like, Black people. Like, the Black players in the game and not necessarily, like, people of color at large. Um, so, I, I don't know. Like you said, it's so hard to parse out what how they would edit the winner. Like, whether it's bad or good that he's not really involved in those conversations. I think that Survivor, as a story doesn't want to reward people who are focused on things that are not winning survivor and like yeah ricard is there to win for his family and for his children and like other people are there to be like a paragon of a societal issue and i feel like survivor is interested in showing people win because they like tried really hard to win and didn't care that they were betraying people and like that sort of thing and i feel like that's ricard agreed yeah i think i would be like ricard and then erica and i don't know i feel like honestly deshaun and xander on the same level to me as like goats and then i feel like heather i just don't i don't know unless like i said before this is the world's like they literally went out of their way to destroy edgic with this season and like heather is the winner somehow i don't know I can't see that. My my same. <laughs> my worries for Ricard are that moment, like you said, with Xander, where he was like, "I trust that guy," and literally they cut to Xander saying, "I'm gonna try to vote him out." But then mm-hmm. I'm like, "Could that be that Xander's gonna win the fire making challenge?" And the Ricard expects to be blah blah blah, whatever. And that, but then Ricard is actually thrown into the fire making challenge, and. There is so much in these last three episodes or whatever where it's like Ricard is going to win. Ricard is going to win. If Ricard gets to the end, Ricard will win. And I'm sort of like, but why would they put that in so frequently if he ends up making it to Final Tribal? Because then it's like, doesn't, I feel like that'll really cut out. Take a lot of, yeah, the tension, which is why I'm like, well, maybe it'll be Ricard, Erica, Deshaun at the end. Because then it's like, you can see the argument for the other two. Um, I don't know. It, 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 yeah, this is a very confusingly edited season. 
which is why I'm like scared to pick Ricard 100% because it's like he has a really conventional winner's edit, which like we've seen with everyone else who had a really good winner's edit before him, they got taken out. Um, so I don't know. It, I, yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's all I have to say, really. <laughs> I'm just, like, excited, honestly, for this finale, which is, like, the first time I can really say that in a long time. I feel like going into most finales in recent seasons, it's been like, well, guess it's Tony. Yay, can't wait to see how this happens. Whereas with this, I'm like, I feel like it could be Ricard. It could be Erica. It could be Deshaun. Either way, that sounds, like, fun to me. Yeah, no, I'm really happy with the season. I like, especially like we said earlier, like once we got past that episode, what that was like entirely advantages. They've done like a really, really good job, I think, of uh, getting us through with as little twistiness as they can conceive of. I mean, the hourglass thing and do or die were both like, why are we doing this? But other than those moments, like it's been a really enjoyable season, really enjoyable cast. I love it. Um, I really hope Ricard wins. I think that would be so fun and so great. Um, but I, I mean, this is a good final five and, you know, I would be like, I would be okay with most of them winning. So like, <laughs> I, I, I think that, no, 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 I would be happy for all of them. I would be, I think it would be a satisfying enough season of the show. Like, I think the story would have a resolution that is satisfying enough to be good uh, with most of them winning. I don't think that the story is backing up a Xander and Heather win and so if yeah. they were to win to like have this like fuckery edit that like people think might be happening or whatever uh I don't think that that would be a good season of the show and I don't think it would be worth it for them to like break edric to like make a bad season of tv I so- <laughs> 100% yeah which is why yeah I'm I feel like the of the three that we've narrowed it down to I think like you like we've said before great characters would be I think really fun winners um Deshaun, because he's played such a messy game, would be hilarious. Um, and yeah, I would. I don't know. I'm just really excited. I think it would be a lot of fun to watch Erica and like Ricard out talk each other at Final Tribal, because <laughs> um, they both seem just like really intelligent. Um, and Deshaun too, but I feel like Deshaun has a lot more like heat coming his way <laughs> than those two do. Um, so I feel like he's probably going to be a defense mode more than those two, and those two can just be like saying shit and having fun. <laughs> <laughs> Just the girls on day 26. Yes. Um, yeah, I had one more thing to say. Um, oh, oh, okay, the Gabby thing. I, oh, yes, I think yes. that that I, is... We should have, uh, like, put that at the beginning. We should have shouted our girl out, like well, Deshaun did. I feel so remiss having not done that. Perhaps whoever edits this episode will put that moment at the top. Um, what was I going to... Oh, every, every person on this season so far that has compared themselves to a former player has gone home. So I think that that's another knock against his edit mm. uh, just because of what we've seen so far. Like JD did it and also Liana did it at one point. And, so mm-hmm. I'm just, and I feel like there was a third that I can't think of, but it's just like not a I think that Survivor's telling us be your own person and don't talk about the first 40 seasons. <laughs> yeah, draft the four, keep the one, I think is Ooh. truly the message. Okay, that's the other thing. I'm like, what does that ultimately mean? And we'll, we will know after the finale, but it's sort of like, because there was at it, there was a point where the, the majority alliance was said to be Deshaun, Danny, Liana, Shan, and Ricard. And it's like, does drop the four, keep the one mean mm. Ricard drop those four and like is the one, 
or does it like because but Deshaun is the person who has said drop the four keep the one like over like twice now i think and i'm like does that mean that he dropped the other four of like the black alliance and he is the one um mm, and we very, don't know it's, it's very the low the pat the, the lone wolf dies with the pack survives Ooh. tease <laughs> but opposite but the opposite the opposite <laughs> of the starks <laughs> Damn, I'm mad that I've made to uh, a Song of Ice and Fire reference on both of my podcasts this week, which is the most obnoxious sentence I've ever said in my life just now. Don't even <laughs> worry about it. I literally uh, almost tweeted out something random about Game of Thrones like the other day. I'm like, I don't need to stew in this anymore. <laughs> no, 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 no. No more. Um, but it was so um, on point and I was right. Yes, you were right to say it. Um, so yeah, um, I'm so excited. This next uh, week will be our finale week. Um, we have a special guest lined up. I don't want to spoil it, I guess. But I was also going to say, I don't want to jinx it, but I was going to tease it out a little bit. I'm very mm -hmm. excited. Yes. Um, but yeah, so we will see you all um, when we know who won Survivor 41. Oh my gosh, it's been so good. I feel like... <laughs> Erica uh, voice. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. No, yeah. I'm just like so happy. I feel like we started this with season 40 and we both are sort of like, that was fine. Uh, and I felt like this season we were both like, that was good. Mm -hmm, absolutely. I'm, I'm no matter, honestly, uh, regard, yeah, um, regardless of who wins, uh, I think this will be a fun one. Okay, um, we're just writing stuff to put in the uh, header now. Or yes, yes, of course. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, but thank you, Sam, once again for joining me. And uh, thank you all for listening. Bye. Yeah, I think it's really, oh, sorry, oh, I have one more oh. thought. I think it's really easy oh. to be uh, excited for the finale because we haven't heard any spoilers about there being some last minute crazy Thing. Oh. Like, I feel like we would already know also if there was like some final five twist where like the whole game changed again. Um, yeah, so I feel I'm, like we would know that about because, how it ends. Yeah, I feel like whenever that happens, we get weird, vague. I or at least this is how I learn about these things is they're like weird, vague tweets on the timeline of people who've been like, I feel like something really stupid's gonna happen on Survivor. I'm like, oh great, something must be out there. Mm. Um, but I have not seen any of those. So, like you said, I'm excited. <laughs> no, I think that I think everybody is as excited as we are that we're going into the finale with more than two feasible winners. Like I feel like it's usually down to one person at this point. Um, and so it's cool that there are numerous contingents and even people backing Xander and Heather, which are great. So like, I, I, I think it's really awesome. I think this is a good place to be at the start of a new era of the show. Same. Um, thank you, Jeff Probst so much. I had never thought I'd say that. <laughs> He's right about everything. I, I'm sorry. I have ever, Oh, actually I think our podcast did something good because and I just keep extending even though we say goodbye, but okay. Last week when Liana went home, I took a screen record of the Instagram story that they put up with her question and answer because mm -hmm. those things are always fucked and they don't actually work and they cut them off in the middle of the sentence. This week with Danny, they played through the entire clip. He answered the question in full and uh, they got it figured out. So like, I think that that is a direct result of my directly atting survivor. You are literally changing the way this game is played. I think that I should be hired on the spot. Um, mm -hmm. My job's ending in January, Survivor. If you want to hey. find me, baby. Uh, mm, she's single. <laughs> well, in that sense, no. Sam is in a very loving relationship with an amazing man. 
Well, I would happily throw it all away to uh, spend the summer in Fiji watching my favorite game be played live. Damn, okay. That sucks for you, Mike. <laughs> He'll never listen to this. Uh, okay. Uh, thanks well, so much, on that everybody. Amazing note, yes. <laughs> Thank you all. Bye. Bye.